Welcome to the Geniuses of Copywriting Podcast, a peek into the minds and strategies of the world's greatest copywriters, marketers, and persuasion experts. And now, here's your host, Brian Cassangina. Hey guys, welcome to the Geniuses of Copywriting Podcast. I'm really excited to have a friend of mine and a kick-ass e-com copywriter on the line who uh, um, a lot of you may not have uh, heard of as a guru. You know, he doesn't market himself uh, as a guru, so um, he doesn't uh, do the big product launches, but he's the guy behind the scenes. You know, he's the one that, uh, that makes the, uh, a lot of these e-com companies in particular uh, really tick over with their sales. So I'll let, I'll let uh, him explain this a lot better than I can. So I really appreciate you coming on, on the call uh, so I beat Devcoda. It's great to have you on the call. I really appreciate you coming on. Uh, can you give us a bit of your uh, story and how you uh, uh, got to where you are today? Okay. Uh, first of all, thank you for you know um, inviting me over. Uh, really uh, yeah. pleased uh, to be. I don't know whether I can be classed as a genius, but <laughs> I am a copywriter. So yeah. <laughs> you know what? I um, uh, love to be here. Um, mm. And yeah, uh, we've uh, known each other for a bit. Uh, yeah. I, I personally haven't been on the scene uh, for as long as uh, many of uh, the other people probably who, who are, you know, uh, yeah. who already have been on the show or who uh, will come on the show. Uh, but in, in this uh, little time frame, uh, two, three years, I've literally just um, gone down a niche and just stuck with it. Um, just, um, you know, um, daily, when you show up daily uh, and when you do, you know, uh, one particular thing and nothing else uh, consistently you tend to be uh, uh, good at it probably just law of nature and I think uh, yeah. uh, anyone who actually does it uh, uh, would uh, you know uh, definitely uh, get success but uh, I fell into copywriting roughly uh, three four years ago um, yeah. I'd say like you know the, the word copywriting yeah, uh, yeah. from a very yeah. um, young age I used to be a fan of uh, all these, you know, advertorials. I used to be the one that used to, you know, go through all the magazines and the newspapers and just uh, look look at all these advertisements and go, you know what, you know, this looks fancy, this looks good. So that always used to catch my eye. Uh, I didn't know that copywriters were the, you know, people behind yeah. them. Uh, and uh, many years later, uh, when I um, came down to Adelaide and um, I ran uh, my, uh, probably one of my first uh, startups in Adelaide, uh, if you could call it a startup, uh, it's just a basically, you know, me selling a service uh, uh, as a home to home tutor, uh, but I took it to six figs uh, in, in roughly two years. And uh, that was when, uh, you know, I, I fell back into uh, copywriting as it is because uh, I was bootstrapping myself. I didn't like, you know, um, have the ad budgets, no Facebook, no nothing. And all I did was uh, use whatever writing skills that I have. Uh, to post on uh, Gumtree, which is um, a local uh, Craigslist uh, sort yeah, of. Yeah, yeah, uh, I've used that a bit when I was back know, in Australia too. <laughs> yeah, like it's it's a marketplace uh, for for people to uh, a both uh, buy services as well as like you know sell services. So uh, I, I put my services up there, and uh, people started coming, people started calling, people started like you know giving me money uh, for in exchange for service, which is basically how all business start, right? Mm. So. Uh, which is something that I see uh, especially pr prominent in the internet marketing world. People don't do that. People just go, oh, okay, 
how can I spend a thousand dollars and get the best, you know, um, logo up there? Or how yeah, can yeah. I, uh, uh, you know, build, build a really uh, sexy uh, website and uh, people just forget about the basics of it, which is basically value exchange. Like, you know, you, you got a value, probably a problem to a solution that people are willing to pay for. And, you know, people pay for it and you deliver the solution. That's basically simple business in a nutshell. Right. And, yeah. uh, um, uh, I did that for a bit, but after about two years, I got burnt out, right? I was just running from one place to, to, to another. Like the money was good. I loved uh, teaching, uh, interacting with kids, but uh, high schoolers, uh, not kids. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, when you're like, you know, driving 100, 200 kilometers a day uh, and like, you know, just just teaching all day, all, all day, almost every day, you get exhausted. So I hit rock bottom again and I, I, I kind of thought, okay, how can I, how can I um, leverage the skills that I have, which is like, you know, uh, I've always been a fan of English. I've always had a way with words, but how can I actually make this work? How can I uh, provide an income for my family? Um, what do I need to do? Right. Yeah. Um, at that time, I uh, stumbled uh, across one of probably your mentors as well. Uh, I didn't know at that time, uh, Trevor, uh, Trevor Tokracker. Yeah, uh, yeah, he is. Uh, uh, and uh, I uh, took his course, uh, you know, invested in his coaching program. Um, and uh, that was when I really discovered that what I was doing was actually copywriting. Um, (laughs) um, although uh, it wasn't like you know I wasn't doing it to a degree that most people would because I came from a business background where I was selling a service and I was using uh, copy to to sell my service kind of like an advertising um, to pure advertising as in um, using copy to sell other people's uh, services or you Mm. know products or, or, or you know get them leads so I had a bit of a Turn around. So, I the the more I dived into the world of copywriting, the more I fell in love with it. Right, um, and that was when I, again, uh, stumbled upon uh, e-commerce, uh, and I thought, this is this is fun, you know, because yeah. with with ecom, basically what you do is you you get a list of you know buyers subscribers, you send out an email to a database. And almost within seconds, you start seeing, you know, sales tricking, uh, like, you know, trickling in. And uh, that was what, like, you know, kind of fueled me. Uh, the fact that me writing something was, you know, uh, and within several minutes, several hours, several days, I could actually get a, a feedback on how my writing was. Like, you know, yeah. was yeah. it actually working? You know, like, you know, many times it tanked, uh, which which they do. Like, you know, you, yeah. you ask any a, uh, good copywriter yeah. and... Uh, if, if anyone says that, like, you know, whatever the, they write turns to gold, then A, they're either, <laughs> like, you know, uh, filled with, like, you know, that they are completely bullshitting themselves or, yeah. you know, they, they just don't know how it works because that yeah. doesn't happen. Like, you know, yeah, yeah, you, yeah. you get your wins and then you get your losses. But, uh, you know, uh, I just kept on, kept, kept on doing this. And um, that was uh, when I uh, uh, got into association with E2 as well, um, which now I'm no longer a part of. Mm. Uh, but during that time, uh, where I spent almost a good part of two years, um, as a head email marketing strategist there, um, 
that was a really good relationship and that was a platform where I could, uh, you know, uh, truly test my skills, uh, learn, uh, reinvest in knowledge uh, and try to become, uh, you know, good at one particular thing and not let, you know, um, shiny object syndrome, like, you know, uh, yeah, yeah. T- t- take advantage, which is something that, again, most people do. Yeah, yeah. So that that's basically how I uh, stumbled across and uh, probably in these uh, two, three years, I've uh, helped add a bit over uh, four or five million USD uh, through email marketing, uh, just yeah. from the e-com niche. Mm. Uh, and uh, sent many, many emails. Like, you know, I've consistently written at least 30 to 40 emails per week. Uh, yeah, that's a lot. <laughs> in, in, in that time frame, uh, And I still do till this day. So, yeah, uh, it's, it's fun. Like, you know, I enjoy what I do. And yeah. uh, that's what uh, most people need to find. <laughs> True. And uh, that's a lot of work, you know. Um, uh, I think that's probably a lot more emails than... than uh, I've certainly written on a uh, on a weekly basis over the last a um, uh, few years, um, and I know we've had we've had similar results. and And uh, 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 this is why I wanted you to to uh, come on the show because because of those results. But um, one thing that that I really picked up from uh, from what you were talking about is is not only the you know the the uh, uh, focusing on on one thing and doing that one thing um, over and over again, but uh, but uh, um, you know, uh, getting enjoyment out of that and doing something that you love. I mean, um, that's one thing that, that worked for me as well. So that, that's why it really resonates for me. You know, once I got really clear on what was the one thing that I wanted to do, uh, which in my case is the same as yours, email marketing. Um, that's when everything sort of starts to click. So um, I thought that was that was that was really uh, uh, important with what you just said. Absolutely. Like, if you don't. Like, you know, for, for me, uh, uh, you, you ask any person, right? any normal person, writing 30, 40 emails consistently week in, week out, that would give them like, you know, nightmares. People yeah. go, oh, I can't do that, right? But yeah. for me, it's, uh, it's something that I enjoy. And when you mm. enjoy something, yeah. you, you, you learn the shortcuts, right? You learn yeah. something that works. You, you find uh, ways to make your life easier. Yeah. Uh, you, you become more uh, efficient at it. And uh, like, you know, you just enjoy it and uh, it doesn't feel like work. So, and that's the whole uh, point of why, you know, we do internet marketing mm. because like, you know, we're trying to design a lifestyle that we are a happy, uh, you know, with uh, yeah. and be something that gives us joy because uh, otherwise we could just go back to a job. Mm. Right. Mm. Uh, <laughs> exactly. Right. <laughs> and, and it's, it's important because that's why um, I actually left the actually actual job role at Mind Valley. Um, you know, I was still involved in some small projects here and there, but, um, you know, uh, once I knew that, uh, that I no longer wanted to, uh, you know, work in an actual, in an actual job role like that, that's when, that's when I made uh, further changes in my life. So, um, if more people would listen to that kind of advice, you know, there'll be a lot more successful people out there. And I think a lot more happier people as well, because yeah. ultimately you've got to be happy, um, deep within. Uh, mm. to, to actually um, become the best version of yourself. Um, yeah. When you're in a job role, um, like you, and I think everybody needs to do a job at a certain point mm. um, because you get put in a situation where you need to deliver results, right? Yeah. Um, and uh, there's a lot of massive pressure to, to, to actually 
uh, deliver results, uh, do it on time. You, you learn how to interact with people. There's a lot of things that you do learn, but there comes a certain point in time when people start valuing the freedom over money, right? Now, basically this whole thing that we're trying to do here or the trend that I'm noticing among all these, you know, super successful people um, is they are actively trying to design a life where they can get freedom back. Right. Uh, whether it means like, you know, uh, uh, moving to different parts of the world, uh, mm. whether it means like, you know, leaving a job uh, and like, you know, doing client work, whether it means uh, going into the info product business, uh, like, you know, there's, there's various, uh, models that you can do but basically all you're trying to do is uh, leverage your, leverage your time leverage your money resources yeah. and uh, gain back freedom because like who wants to mm. uh, it, it's almost like it's a mini retirement like you know you don't yeah. you, you don't have to uh, wait till you're 50 60 years old to actually start mm. retiring mm. You, you can if you want to start semi-retiring when you're in your mid-20s and then like you know just live life the way that yeah. it was meant to be. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, and it's important to note that, you know, I'm the, I'm the same as you, uh, as well as I'm on the same entrepreneurial journey as you, but it's important to note that, you know, uh, it's, there's nothing wrong with actually having a job. A lot of people want to have a job. You know, I know, I know a lot of the guys at Agora Financial, like Joe Schrieffer and Ryan McGrath, and, and uh, I've met them before, and th those guys are in a full-time role and they're loving what they're doing. And so they're not. And that's the catch. That's yeah. the catch. Yeah. That's the catch. They're loving what they're doing. Exactly right. right. Yeah. <laughs> because different, different people are, you know, different. Some people mm. basically like, you know, even us, like, you know, we do client work. I wouldn't say we're basically doing a job as well. Right. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. We're doing a job for the clients. Yeah. yeah. One, what one boss that you're answering to, you're answering yeah. to maybe 10, 15. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so uh, there's always different sides mm -hmm. to the story. But that's a whole different debate. Um, basically, you got to like, you know, the, the whole point is you got to be um, in love with what you do. Uh, like, you know, people like Fernando Cruz, uh, people like, you know, uh, who just did that massive, massive webinar on, yeah, on yeah. You know, cryptocurrencies um, uh, affiliated with uh, Agora. Like, you know, these people, they're, they're very happy. Like you can, you can see it uh, come through. You, you, you look at uh, people like, uh, uh, like uh, Justin Brooke, uh, who, you know, uh, gives us these little insights uh, every now and then uh, about like, you know, what, what it really is. And I think a lot of it boils down to when many of us do start, like, you know, irrespective of whatever niche we're in, we set up with a goal, like, you know, an arbitrary financial goal in our minds that this is what I want to get to. And I think we sometimes when we start, you know, getting results and we start, you know, making money, uh, servicing people, you know, selling info products, instead of taking a bit of time reflecting and going, okay, you know what, this is why I started. We again get caught up with like, you know, the, the human, uh, human instinct, like, you know, greed, yeah, uh, yeah. ego, uh, uh, like, you know, uh, and we, we go, mm, okay, how, how do I hit that next goal? How do I hit that next goal? And then you, you, you fall into that little uh, role, like, you know, that, that, that hamster wheel or that little trap again. Yeah. Um, and then it takes people to actually undergo a little a mini life crisis, mm -hmm. like, you know, a mid midlife crisis or uh, something has to happen for them to one day realize, shit, that's not what I wanted, you know? Yeah, yeah. That's, uh, what, I, that's what I was going to ask you about next because uh, I was, uh, uh, you and I are entrepreneurial and, and a lot of people want to stay in a job role, but uh, um, sometimes we are not quite sure exactly 
you know, if we're um, doing this because uh, because we really want to do it or because society says we could do it or because we're doing it for the safety of a job or because, you know, um, because everyone in the ClickFunnels group says you should be an entrepreneur and, and throw in your job. Um, how does somebody know, like, if that, which side is their passion and uh, how can they sort of figure that out without going through that, that uh, midlife crisis stage that, that, that uh, so many of us have, have been through? So I'll, I'll kind of like, you know, explain because this is what I, this is something that I really love talking about. Like yeah. this is yeah. uh, something that I really, really am passionate uh, talking about. So ideally, like, you know, each of us, we've got certain, we, we've got an X number. Let's say it's $5,000, right? We need $5,000 to make sure that we live a decent life. Yeah. Like, you know, bills are paid, uh, food is put on the table, uh, you, you can look after your kids, you like, you know, or your family, if you're single, you can have a, like, you know, chill life. Like, you know, you yeah. can uh, order some fancy, uh, uh, you know, drinks, uh, cigars yeah. and whatnot. Um, kind of a baseline. Like, you know, it's kind of like a baseline of what you need. Yeah. And I'd say 5,000 because that's something that most people relate to. Right. Mm. Uh, if you look at here in Australia, uh, 5,000 AUD per month is something that like, you know, that's almost 60 K a year, which is, uh, average what people earn right so that 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 lives you that that gives you uh, a semi decent life uh, in 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 australia unless you live in like so, sydney or something <laughs> yes unless you live in sydney uh, which uh, yeah, i'm not yeah. even going to talk about it. but <laughs> but like you know um, you you have to like you know no one it, I, I would say always start off with a job right because what a job does is a job allows you that, uh, that, that, like, you know, that, that security uh, mm. to, to make those uh, decisions that you need to do. You're not going to make, you know, good decisions if you have to worry, um, am I going to be able to put the lights on? Yeah. Am I going to, like, you know, be able to afford a $4 cup of coffee? You're not going to make those decisions if, like, you know, you've got these, you know, uh, weird thoughts about how am I going to survive the next day going on? Yeah. What a job allows you to do is you go, you trade time, maybe it's six hours, eight hours, 10 hours, whatever it is, but you get a paycheck, right? Now, the most important thing is if you are going to be starting on this journey, what you have to learn to do is you got to learn how to be disciplined. Yeah, so yeah. regardless of how much you make, you got to be willing to sacrifice a couple of years of your life, um, live you know, beneath your means, don't go overboard and save up. Mm. When you've saved up, say, you know, $10,000, $15,000, whatever it is. Then you got that little cushion. You got it's that little buffer, safety yeah. net. Yeah. It's a buffer, right? And then you can go, okay, from full-time, I'm going to transition into a part-time job. And the yeah. little time that I have, you know, bought back, I'm going to reinvest into a venture that I've always started, like, you know, that I've wanted to do. Now, when you have that little buffer, what that allows you to do is it allows you to, A, invest in a mentor, right? Which is the shortest, shortest, shortest yeah, path yeah. to success, right? Uh, but you have to be very careful when you're seeking a mentor because a lot of these people are just like, you know, uh, I'd say these are, you know, snakes, uh, salesperson who yeah. uh, promise you everything, but don't deliver, right? Mm. You don't want to find, you don't want to spend $25,000 uh, to fuel uh, someone's Lamborghini lifestyle. You yeah, have to find yeah. the person that you actually resonate with and you know is going to give you results, right? Um, so that a it allows you to find a mentor and actually like you know um, get on the path of where you want to be, which means you shave off time um, 
from like, you know, falling, learning, falling, learning, falling, learning. And there's this massive, like, you know, curve that you just overcome when you hire a mentor. And B, it allows you to, uh, like, you know, uh, invest in resources. Say you want ClickFunnels, right? For example, it costs you $97 a month. Now, if you've got money in the bank, $97 a month is something that you can afford to pay. Mm. That $97 is the difference between you having a proper meal and you not having a proper meal. ClickFunnels is going to take a back seat. Yeah, yeah. So whenever someone says like, you know, oh, don't do a job, I say bullshit, right? Mm. You, you have to plan your journey. Everyone's journey is different. Maybe you got rich parents and you can say, hey, dad, mom, can I borrow 25000 that I'm going to repay yeah. to you? Yeah. And then you don't need a job, mm. right? But if you are struggling and if you are like, you know, um, and, and this is something that you'll notice across anyone who's become like, you know, uh, people that other people look up to nowadays and they all had that, like, you know, that slow curve where they, you know, yeah. started off from the bottom and then they clawed their way up because that's character building. You, yeah. you can't, you can't just jump. That, that's not possible. Like, mm. you know, even if you do jump to a certain stage, your mind won't be stretched enough your mindset won't be there and you're gonna yeah 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 that that's that's very um uh it's that's that's a really good point because uh yeah then the number of times that i've actually uh uh left the job and gone in the, the boss's office and said yeah i'm i'm finishing up on, on this date you know i'm gonna uh, i've got my own business to run or i'm a freelancer or whatever and three months down the track you know this, this is before i, I kind of got uh, the secrets to, you know, how to run these businesses, you know, I'd be, I'd be back on the job market again. So, um, uh, yeah, I slowly realized that, uh, the throwing in at the towel of these jobs and just diving into the entrepreneurial world, it was a, it was a lot harder than it, than it seemed. And until I like uh, got, um, I understood the lessons, which are another story, you know, until I finally, uh, um, uh, actually started making money online, you know, I was, uh, two or three times, um, you know, I had officially like left the job. I was officially, you know, a business owner and I was doing this and doing that. And, um, uh, but I've uh, two or three times I had to uh, go back on the job market looking for that stability and uh, looking just, just to get a paycheck coming. This is obviously before I actually made it online. I would so, say yeah. like, you know, uh, even like, you know, before I discovered, um, you know, copywriting and the internet marketing world, uh, I came to Australia five years ago. So I'm originally from Nepal. Yeah. Um, I was born there. Um, like, you know, I've been uh, fortunate enough to have been raised globally. So uh, haven't, you know, spent as much time in Nepal, but I was born there. Yeah. Um, and uh, I came to, to, uh, to Australia in 2013. I came on a student visa now uh, to do, to actually do a master's uh, in engineering management. And um, I was a fully qualified aeronautical engineer. So before Australia, I spent four years in China where I got that degree. Right. So the plan was, uh, so after finishing my degree in uh, China, I went back to Nepal, started a solar startup. Uh, we were importing solar panels from China, batteries from uh, like, you know, India, uh, putting them together and selling them. But I thought, you know what, uh, I, I need to do something better than this. So I had my taste at like, you know, brick and mortar. Yeah. Uh, and I came to Australia to do a, a master's degree in uh, engineering management. When I came here, I knew no one, right? Uh, I was on a student visa. I had about $30,000 debt to my name uh, and I needed to pay at least $30,000 per year to uh, as university fees. Yeah, yeah. And because I wasn't a local student, there was no hex, there was no loans. I had to, you know, pony it up straight up. Yeah, right. Yeah. Otherwise uh, Australian government would go, Pete, get out. Yeah, right. Yeah. Um, so that was rock bottom for me. Right. 
because although I was skilled, right? Technically, an aeronautical engineer is mm. a skill, 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 yeah, like a sure. skill set. Uh, I went to uni for four years to get that skill, but the job market didn't give me any jobs, right? So the first job that I landed in Australia was washing dishes. Yeah. And I, because like after two months, there was literally nothing, no job that I could find. So I had to do anything to survive, mm. right? Now, this isn't some bullshit made up story. This is something that has happened in yeah, real yeah. life. Um, for 15 hours a day, I was washing dishes and I got paid $50. Wow. <laughs> right? And I, I started from there. Uh, although I, look, look, look at all the things that had already happened. I got a job. Uh, no, I, I had a four years degree. I was a, you know, skilled, one of, one of the, a very skilled uh, skill set when it comes to, you know, education and whatnot. I was running a, like, you know, a, a startup in another country. Uh, but, like, you know, life throws you curveballs. And there I was washing dishes for 15 hours for yeah. $50. <laughs> um, I did that for some time. My pay at that time was, I, I got three shifts. I can still remember to this day, $165 per week. Mm. That was all I made. And that, that was what I had to survive with. And that wasn't only me, it was me and my wife as well. Yeah. Uh, and she was still looking for a job, right? And we weren't able to like, that was one of the worst periods mm. of our life. So from there, like, you know, I, I kept on looking for jobs, uh, kept on trying these new things. Uh, but this was before I started the home to home tutoring service um, or I even discovered copywriting. And uh, like, you know, the, the jobs in between just to like in the, the in the transition phase, it included uh, pushing trolleys at supermarkets, like, you know, yeah. uh, cleaning cars, uh, like, you know, um, cleaning funeral homes uh, or uh, like, you know, um, washing dishes, working in aged care, all these type of things. Um, but the thing, the one thing that always drove me was this is temporary. This is not something that like, you know, that, that's going to be the end and be all right. I know where I need to go to and I know that I'm going to make it, but this is a journey that I'm on. Yeah. And I think that's something that every, like, you know, everyone goes through, but a lot of people just give up too quickly. Right. It might take you two years, three years, four years, five years. Now, if at that time, if I had followed my own advice that I'm giving now, if I had stuck at one job, saved a bit of money, hired a mentor, I would have like, you know, started making money online a lot quicker. Yeah, 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 true. Right? Same, same. But, <laughs> but, but what happened was I thought I could figure it out all on my own, mm. which, you know, yeah, yeah I yeah. did, but it took, like, you know, it took a long, long time to actually get there. Yeah, yeah. Um, so if you're, like, you know, uh, listening to this and if you think that you, like, you know, you, you're doing a job and you're lost and you think, oh, I want to do this, just remember, right? You, you go look at anyone, right? Uh, you talk to anyone who's making an income uh, doing what they love and you'll hear almost the same story. Everybody starts at the bottom, right? Mm. No one starts at the top, but it's about how hard you work, like, you know, how disciplined you stay, how much you invest in yourself into like, you know, this word mindset keeps coming up. That's a very, very strong and important word, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's a journey. And once you start, uh, enjoying it and once you actually do something that you're passionate about and you start getting results for the clients mm. then things start you know uh, things start rolling and yeah uh, yeah it's so important with copywriting because it's not like a quick fix i mean um my story is similar to yours except it probably took me about 10 years to really 
to really start to making any decent money and actually um, be autonomous. Um, and yeah, but before that, it was such a struggle. So I, I too thought I could do it all myself, and and uh, I, I needed to have that stick that, that stick with ability, you know, to just keep going and and keep moving forward uh, despite um, all the uh, the problems and setbacks I had along the way, which is is a whole uh, whole other story. So um, it's very relevant. And I met a, a, I met a lot of different people along the way. You know, um, our uh, um, mutual friend uh, Trevor Crook is is one of them. So he's uh, um, he's only your character. This is why what I want to ask you. Um, uh, as we just wrap up the podcast today, um, who is the, the weirdest or the, the strangest uh, copywriter or marketer that, that you know of? I would say Trevor. Yeah. <laughs> uh, only because he's weird in a very good way, right? Yeah. Um, he, he is weird in a way that is very honest. He's very open. Mm. Um, he is almost like an open book and he wants to help people, right? Yeah. He, he, like, you know, say for someone who, who wants to, like, you know, um, enter the world of, you know, copywriting, he's, he's still available for, for, you know, those type of people as well at, at a certain, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, degree. Uh, someone who's like, you know, for, for the track record that he has and the amount of, you know, insane uh, connections and networks and just, you know, sheer skill set that he possesses. Like, you know, for someone starting out to, to actually just tap into that knowledge, uh, that wealth pool, uh, like, you know, and to get an honest feedback, he doesn't polish things up. It's, it's like, you know, raw. Yeah, if, yeah. if he yeah. feels that your work is shit, that's what yeah, you're going to hear. It's his shit. Yeah. <laughs> if he feels like, you know, your work is, you know, decent, that's what you're going to hear. So uh, he, he's an unusual character, but he's a, in a very, very good way. Yeah, yeah. Um, I would say uh, I, would, I would definitely agree with that 100%. And um, during my time working with him, you know, uh, I was on the end of a, a few toe crackings uh, as well for um, for stuff that needed improvement. And uh, for me, it's the, the way uh, the way that he writes. He's got these sayings like uh, um, um, a sledgehammer slashing, smashing a pea and, and all that sort of uh, unusual stuff like, like uh, you don't see... Uh, too much like that in in general copy when you read it from from other writers. So um, yeah, he's he's definitely uh, he's he's quite a character. <laughs> yeah. So um, so I appreciate your, your time. Uh, I know you're, you're very busy. You've got a lot of clients uh, that you're working for. Um, so thanks for coming on on the show today. Uh, is is there any way that people can uh, find out more about you or um, uh, connect with you? Maybe. Um, I think the the easiest way would be on Facebook because uh, yeah. most like, you know, the, the way that I've designed my work is uh, a lot of it is on Facebook and almost yeah. all of it uh, yeah. through Facebook. And uh, like, you know, it's, it, it's just uh, the easiest place at this moment uh, where you can, uh, you know, a learn and be like, you know, uh, surround yourself. So again, one last tip before, before, uh, like, you know, we, we end this, what I would say is, uh, if you, like, you know, uh, if you're just starting out, the tools are already there, right? There's, there's free tools, the pay tools, um, everything is there. Say, for example, Facebook. Everyone's got access to Facebook. You can either, when you log into Facebook, you can be greeted with, like, you know, ridiculous videos of cats and dogs and, like, you know, uh, things that you can laugh with, which is what it was yeah. designed for, or you could turn it into a learning center. Like, mm. you know, you, you can uh, uh, change your Facebook feed to reflect like, you know, um, thoughts from people that are 
you know, 10 steps off the curve ahead of you. Yeah, yeah. And you know, whatever their thoughts are, that's what you're going to be seeing day in, day out. Because you, like most people, would probably spend a lot of time on Facebook. So when you design, when you actually uh, actively go out of your way uh, to, to, to change your situation and go, okay, yep, this is what I want to do, then there's actions that you can take for almost free. Mm. It just depends on whether you're going to take them or not, right? Yeah, so, yeah. That's really that, 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 yeah. that, That's all I would say. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So um, that's kind of what I do with my Facebook feed as well. You know, it's got a. Um, uh, it's, I've learnt a lot of stuff on there. I've seen a few cat videos, but uh, but uh, but it's mostly uh, learning a connection. I've found a lot of clients on there too. So um, definitely, definitely very valid. So yeah, thanks for thanks for coming on the show, Pete. I really appreciate that. So uh, everyone, look up uh, Pete Devcoda on on Facebook. Uh, follow what he's doing there because he he shows a lot of stuff in there and he and he's he's good at really you know building out that relationship with his friends and and showing some of the stuff that that uh, that he's working on some you'll see some of the amazing results that he gets and you'll be impressed so uh, definitely someone to follow on on Facebook and social media so definitely go and do that now so thanks for coming on again Pete um, thank you once again yeah um, everyone should uh, go and and add you on Facebook around right? at least up to five thousand people but. Uh, <laughs> Um, but you can follow someone as well. And even if, even if Pete gets maxed out, then, then just hit the follow button and then, um, and then you'll be right. So thanks again. And, uh, I'll see you soon. See you soon. Thank you. Thank you for listening to geniuses of copywriting with Brian Casagina to get the full transcript and all the resources mentioned on today's show, go to www.geniusesofcopywriting.com now.